Chicago Where the fire serve cold But the wolves and the hawks never shiver in the snow The bulls keep it running The Sox run the south The Cubs run the north But the Bears run the house True Chicago sports fans got their ears to the street. Any team make a move and they never skip a beat And in this house, this is where we be Welcome to the show with E-Rock and Big Z Welcome, 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 welcome to Chicago Coming from the true Chicago sports fan cave this is the TCSF Podcast with your hosts, E-Rock and Big Z. Welcome in. Hey, episode 18 is brought to you by Noir Caesar, Villain Radio Studios, and Grit Clothing Company. As always, I'm Big Z, and I'm here with E-Rock. What up, E? What's good, Z? We have a great show today. Yes, we do. This week, we'll talk about some baseball awards on both sides of town. A huge win for Notre Dame and also in three and out, our weekly Bears analyst Il Brown gives us his X's and O's on Sunday's game versus the Tennessee Titans. And we look ahead to next week's home game against the Minnesota Vikings on Monday night football. Yeah, we got the Queens next week and guess what? (laughs) Uh, It's not looking good, brother. Yeah, Vikings been on fire last couple weeks, beat up on the Packers, then last week beat up on the Lions, so we definitely have our uh, work cut out for us. Work cut out for (laughs) us, for sure. Yeah, I can't wait to get in some Bears talk. I mean, I'm finally awake. You know, thanks for the coffee. (laughs) Jesus, what a snooze fest. All right, but first, this is The Loop, our Chicago sports roundup, where we keep you in the loop. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. Welcome Welcome to Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. What's up first, E-Rock? Yo, yo. Chicago Cubs, what do you say? That's right, baby. Mr. Javier Baez. Javi, I said it. I said it. He's back now. He's back. He's back. He's back. Mr. Javi Baez finally wins his first gold glove award. And and Baez wins his first, and Rizzo wins his fourth. I mean, Rizzo is going to be the staple. He's always going to get that gold glove. He's a great player. Yeah, baby. A great first baseman. Yeah, baby. And he just got uh, an extension, or he got picked up his uh, his option. His option, right, right, That's right. That's what's up. The Cubs also won their first ever team gold glove in the NL for their defensive effort. The Cubs had seven nominees for gold gloves with Wilson Contreras, Rizzo, Nico Horner, Baez, Jason Hayward, Alec Mills and Kyle Hendricks were all nominated. So the Cubs got that first ever team gold glove. I mean, congrats to them. Again, I know we talked about this uh, off air that I think this is kind of like that trophy, uh, you know, just giving out, just to give out a trophy. I disagree. I know you do. I'm going to tell you why. Yeah. Because you had seven nominees Mm -hmm. for the gold glove. Yeah. Two winners. What you're doing is you're recognizing the whole the team as a whole for their defensive effort and saying, oh, yeah, just because you had two players win, we're giving you a whole team effort. Just like you would say, 
you know, team of the whatever you would say, because like team of the week or the, the player of the week, right? But what what I told you before is, is if a team wins a championship, it's not just LeBron James that gets a trophy; the whole team gets a trophy for their yeah. efforts. So what they're saying is, yo, these guys were the best, but these other guys were also very good in their positions. Yeah, well, the certificate's in the mail. It's not a certificate. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> All right, on the south side, the Sox, baby. Let's go. The White Sox have three silver sluggers, baby. Damn. That's right. Tim Anderson. Tim Flippin' Bat Anderson. Oh, <laughs> Bat Flippin'. Yeah, Bat Flippin' Anderson. Uh, Eloy La Pantera Jimenez. Whoa. Yes. And Jose M.V. Pito Abreu. Pito. That's right. Uh, all three of them got their Silver Slug Awards. Uh, this is the first time in White Sox, uh, for the White Sox, uh, they had three Silver Sluggers in one season. Wow. You can put it on the board! Yes! Hell yeah! Yeah, the last time they had two was in two, uh, 2014, and I think they had like a, I don't know, maybe, you know, less than, I don't know, they had a couple in the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. So that that's a big deal. It's a big yeah, deal. Yeah, absolutely. For yeah. three and one team in any t- at any time is a big deal. Right. MVP said, "I'm very happy to win a Silver Slugger award, but I am happier of winning it this year with Tim Anderson and Eloy Jimenez." There you go. I am happier for them because I have seen them grow and develop. I feel like a proud proud father. This means a lot to me and for the future of the Chicago White Sox. I want to thank God, my family, coaches, and everyone who has helped me to uh, helped and supported me. I mean, that's that's fantastic. I mean, you know, this dude, like I, I always compare him to Rizzo. Yes. They both play, mm-hmm. play first base. They were both the elder statement mm-hmm. statesmen at this point. Mm-hmm. They've been around to kind of help gas up some of these younger kids. And I mean, like you know, he's a great leader. I mean, yeah. How can you not love and be Pito as a player, a leader, and a person? Plus, I get to say Pito over and over. Pito. <laughs> In other news, Tim Anderson met uh, with the media during the uh, Silver Slugger uh, Zoom call, Uh and uh, he let it be known that his game will not change, and he will continue to have fun, and that LaRusa has not reached out to him yet. Mm -hmm. I mean... You know why LaRusa hasn't reached out to him yet? Why? He can't figure out these (laughs) newfangled telephonic (laughs) devices. What is this thing? He's still using the rotary. He's like, what's what's his number? Oh, man, I got to start all over. I can't look as a Cubs fan. I can't wait to rant on Larusa when the season comes. I mean, <laughs> oh, God, I'll, I'll tell you this is this is something funny that that's been happening at work uh, since I started the gig a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So my wife has this thing whenever like I I do something or say something gross, she kind of does that fake. Bleh. Oh boy! So my my guy at work, Pablo. <laughs> I, I take great joy in making him do it because he makes that same sound that we we have a good time in the uh, in the office and every time I, I I'll, I'll purposely say something for him to go and I'm sure that once we start uh, seeing Tony Larusa on the sidelines with his Man, uh, save it for the Bears save that for the Bears <laughs> the, the, leave my White Sox we're off season right now save that sound for the Bears let's move on the Chicago Fire played today oh man. Uh, Robert Barrick continued his red hot form with another goal. Uh, damn, I'm gonna mess up this name. I knew I was practicing all day. Uh, Frankowski, 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 bro. Yeah. You're from Chicago. That's from a Chicago. Chica- that's that's a Chica- Frankowski. I know it's a Polish name, right? Yeah, With the SKI. Uh, so I was like really practicing because I wasn't sure how they pronounce it. But <laughs> Frankowski for the Chicago Fire also put in two goals uh, in the first half. So they had a total of three goals in the first half, which is great. Okay, but 
you know, uh, <laughs> bit, uh, you know, the Chicago Fire fall to New York FC 4-3. to three. It was a horrible play. It was an inbound play from the sideline, and it got past our defender, and the off New York just kicked it right in past our goaltender, and that's the way it stood. Chicago Fire were on the bubble, so they needed to win to get into the playoff because uh, MLS had a 10-team playoff on the East, eight on the West, so but that game would propel them into the playoffs. such a weird format. Well, you know, just like every other sport, everybody got into the playoffs this year, so that's what they did. Yeah, but I mean, to have 10 and then eight, that's, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I guess to balance out the numbers. The, yeah, the, the teams are not balanced as yeah. far geographically. Um, all right, so they couldn't hold the lead uh, against the Columbus Minnesota and the New York Red Bulls in the last couple of weeks. Uh, and you can't lose close games. And this is kind of a Chicago thing we've been doing. So right. if you can't lose close games and if you're losing towards the end of the season, you're not going to be in the playoffs and you shouldn't be in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, if you can't get it done when you need to, if, basically what you're saying is you're not clutch. Right. And if you're not clutch, then what are you going to do in the playoffs? You're, right. you, you could squeak by, but I mean, what are you going to do? You're not you're going to not be clutch in the playoffs either. So I mean, it would have been a one versus ten, you know, matchup. I mean, come on, it, they would have got slaughtered. That would have been almost as boring as that Bears and Titans game. <laughs> <laughs> At least there'd be more running on the soccer field. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa! All right, another disappointing season for the Chicago Fire. Wait till next year, guys. Vamos, Chicago Fire. <laughs> They're definitely going somewhere, and that somewhere is home. Yeah, yeah. Every Chicago team's going home this year. (laughs) All right, brother, what do you got? Yo, my squad, Notre Dame Fighting Irish, beat number one Clemson. Playing like champions, baby. 47 to 40, double overtime. Damn, I missed it too. Notre Dame head coach Brian Kelly had never beaten a top uh, top five team in his 12 years at the helm. And the Irish had not beaten a number one since 1993 when they beat number one Florida State. He's been there 12 years? He's been there a long time. Jeez. Yeah, because I mean, they, they went through Charlie Weiss. They yes. went to Ty Willingham. Yes, I remember those two. Uh, Willingham did not get a fair shot. No. Uh, I think we kind of know why. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> Brian Kelly been there for a long time, and you know he's look he's been very good for them. So yeah. you know, considering the the talent level that they actually get in Notre Dame, mm-hmm. he's held them in the uh, in the top five, top ten for a long time. Um, Clemson prior to that game won thirty strict thirty six straight regular season wins until they lost to the Irish. Okay, well, let, let's, let me be honest. This is a great game. Right. It was a barn burner, how they like to say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if Sunshine okay. plays. All right. all right, all right. We knew that even with Trevor Lawrence out to, <laughs> due to the COVID protocol, it will be a tough game. But Ian Book and the Notre Dame Fighting Irish came through. Right off the bat, Kyron Williams took it to the house in the second play of the game, and it was off to the races after that. Now, granted, there was a lot of missed opportunities on both offense and defense for the Irish in this game. Lots of missed tackles and lots of drop passes. Now, realistically, they could have been up big at the half, but they settled for a couple of field goals when they made it to the red zone in the first half. Yeah, and that makes a difference. When you're not scoring seven and you're putting up three, you're giving the the other team another chance to to either catch up or take the lead. And you can't do that with these uh, uh, high-ranked teams that you're playing. You're not you're not playing the Illinois. No God. Yeah, yeah, you're not playing uh, you know, Southern Illinois. You know, SIU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Set out to the what's the Lukies. Lukies, yes. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean Clemson was down uh, thirteen to twenty three at the half and on the back of ready for this, it's Uh-oh. DJ 
Ui Agalele. Ukulele, baby. I said Ui Agalele. Okay. And you heard that right. Shout out to Mike Tarico for teaching me how to say that. Uh, but on the back of that dude, Clemson yeah. actually played great. I mean, he threw for 439 yards. Jeez. And, and uh, you know, they, they looked really good. But Irish running back Kyron Williams ran for 140 yards and three touchdowns. Can we get him on the Bears? I hope so. <laughs> Please go. Uh, Notre Dame was was down late, but Ian Book threw a touchdown late in the fourth to force overtime. Clemson got the ball first to start the extra time. They came out on fire with a quick first uh, with a quick touchdown, but the Irish came back with seven of their own to force a second overtime. Irish got the ball first to start the second overtime. They scored a touchdown, and then when Clemson got the ball back. It was two two in a row sacks, and they knocked out DJ Uga Uga or that guy. Um, <laughs> you had it. What happened? I, I, I mean, look, ukulele. Ui aga lele. Ui aga lele. Um, yeah. See, see, when you get it, in, when you get it in stride, it's cool. When you try to pronounce the step by step, nah, that's okay. Anyway, um, yeah. So they 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 beat him up uh, on defense. They sacked him twice, and then they they couldn't get that first down. Irish got the win. Great win for the Irish. Uh, they bumped up now to number two in the country. Over Ohio State. Over Ohio State for some reason, who's number three, even though they only play like two or three games. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, hey, go Irish. Go Irish. Play like champions. That's right. And Northwestern won, too. Dude, our college teams are beating our pro teams. Hey, hey, look. <laughs> My my buddy Trusty, who is a Clemson fan and also a Carolina Panthers fan, because that's his uh, region of the uh, country. Gotcha. He was like, you know, what, what's going on? He last time the the Irish uh, played Clemson, Clemson kicked their heads in, and he's talking all this smack. And I was like, hey, both my squads beat both your squads this year. And, mm-hmm. and he was like, oh well, you know. And he says, I wish I wish college is bigger up here. I says, here's the thing. Down in Carolina and in the South, y'all barely got pro football. Right. Then that's you know the big I mean? difference. We've they had it since teams, the beginning. Right? Yeah. So that's the reason why we, we love our teams up here. Yeah. And like we said before, I, I told you where the Bears got their colors was from Illinois. Illinois. So, right. I mean, you know, it, it, there's there's always influence uh, and crossover. Yes. But, yeah, Northwestern, man, uh, quarterback Pete Ramsey was 16 for 27, 169 yards with two touchdowns. Spread the ball around to seven different receivers, but he did have two interceptions. Uh, Drake Anderson had 18 carries for 89 yards and one touchdown. Uh, Northwestern is now 3-0 and with this win, and they look forward to playing a 2-0 Purdue team who just beat Illinois, who is now 0-3. Ouch, yeah. ouch, fighting. I mean, the Atlanta is not fighting. Yeah, I mean, Northwestern, I think they're ranked 23rd or 24th. It's still, yeah, 24th, I think. Yeah, they're, That's they're, not I bad. Mean, they're in the top 25, so I mean, like, I ain't, I ain't hating that at all. I mean, you got number two and you got number 20-something. I don't remember exactly. Yeah. But, hey, good for them. We we get something. The local Big Ten team is doing their job. <laughs> Go, Go Cats. Cats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. Welcome, welcome to Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fans Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yeah. Are you ready for some football? Yes, sir. It's time for some Bears talk. This is three and out. All right. 
Let's uh, let's start off with some offense. What happened? Uh, well, <laughs> you know what didn't happen? We didn't score enough points. Again, right. 17 points. Again, we've been saying it. 17 points is not going to be enough. Right. Not in the NFL. Not in NCAA. Not at the high school level. <laughs> not at Pee Wee football. Not on Madden. Not on Tecmo Bowl. That's not enough. All right. On, on offense, uh, it was offensive. It was very offensive. Yeah. Foles had great numbers on paper. Again, on paper. He went 36 for 52 with 335 yards and two touchdowns. Again, looks great on paper. He padded those stats. He padded. He Here's the thing. He padded the stats. And before we go any further, what I want to do is I want to bring in Il Brown now. We're not going to wait till the good or bad. Like, All right. We're, we're going to have him jump in right now. Bring him in. We're, we're about to go crazy. It's all ugly. Oh, I got my light went out. Hold on. Let me uh, get my light okay. back on. There we go. There we go. Now we, now we good. All right. All right. Start, start cooking, man. Start cooking. All right. So right now I'm out here on the yes, grill, sir. man, and I'm going to get some uh, <laughs> filet of Matt Nagy. Pizza <laughs> to perfection. Uh, man, make sure it's well done. Make sure that's well fast. done. Crispy, bro. Oh, man. We're going we go to make sure you got all the grill marks on it. Make sure it's good. Burnt yes. with the char on it. All that good <laughs> stuff, man. You know what I'm saying? Maybe cut it up and put it over a bed of lettuce because we need some nutrition after that today, <laughs> man. Uh, yo, Matt Nagy, bro, pack your bags, man. I, I, I'm just, look, I'll give you a ride to the airport <laughs> myself, bro. Like, it's time to go. It's time to go, man. Like, it, it's just the irony of this cat comes out throwing the ball, pushing the tempo. It's working. And then when it's time to convert, critical fourth and ones he wants to run it's like you want to run i I feel like he doesn't understand the the difference out there pads today baby like come on man like we got i don't even know three of the guys that's starting today well he had second and third uh stringers in there yeah on on the offensive line there was nobody there i'm like come on man like if you're gonna if today is the day to be matt Nagy in all your glory Today is the day you throw the ball right. 70 times. He was close to it, 52. Quick quick game all day. Quick game all day, man. And he's like, you know what? They'll never guess that we'll run the ball on <laughs> short yard. Like, everybody in the stadium knows what it is because your personnel groups are so they predictable. Could, they could man, not score to save their lives. They scored all of their points in the fourth quarter. When they finally got that, that field goal, I was like, well, at least they're not going to get shut out. Um, shut out. You know, at, at the end of the day, they finished, oh, they finished with 375 total yards, 319 passing yards. But here's the problem. Look, they even they, the third down efficiency was atrocious. Again, two for 15. Um, they hit 22 first downs because they had to. But in their fourth their fourth down right. efficiency, they were, they were three for four. Um, they had 20 more plays than the Titans on offense. But they allowed three more sacks today, which makes 12 sacks in the last three games, and they fumbled twice. They fumbled and lost the ball twice. Right. They, do- they, they dominated time of possession. They just could not score. There are negative three on takeaways Two for the score, year, man. so that's not good. You want a plus number, not a negative number. When you can't score, that's that's on yes. the play caller. Yes. yes. Period. You are, it's up to you to design something that works. You know what they're trying to do to you. After a while, uh, they just start blitzing. Yes. You can see it, man. They just was like, "Look, man, we don't care about the run. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna send eight every play." Well, it doesn't matter. Like that's Montgomery you... had fourteen carries, right? <laughs> so, so you know oh, if he's man. in there, he's going to run the ball. So, four... 
he's getting right. the ball. And, 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 and that's the so thing is that this is supposed to be an offensive guru. And prior to today, in the last 31 games, they were averaging 18 points a game. Where's your offensive guru? Where's your genius? Where's all that mess? That's that's garbage. Matt Mark. So it's Mike Mark. I tell you where the genius was, baby. The genius was in Barkevius Mingo almost being your bro. leading rusher. <laughs> bro. That's the it, genius. They'll never see right. it coming. See, that's see I think we're the ones that's wrong. You know what I'm saying? You know, all this all you know, all the stuff that I've learned over the years and, and you know, my time in football and all that, none of that matters, man. We just line up. Give it to Barkevius Mingo, fourth and fourth and goal, fourth and one, and, and let's go, man. You know what I mean? All trick plays for well, the rest of the season. And that's the thing Why is not? too. What I was saying earlier when we went live, I was like, you see when, um, you see when Nick Foles was trying to get that little little juke move because they missed the handoff or whatever it was. <laughs> he was and, joking oh in sand because yeah, he isn't moving anywhere. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I said, I said he looked he looked like a six year old hey. playing in a rec league basketball game at the YMCA. Man, that was terrible. And you know who would have got that first down? Mitch. Mitch Trubisky would have got that. Oh, that's frustrating. Man. I'm and, still uh, mad that the, the wise Foles, look, whatever you think about Foles, at least put, if you're going to go down with the ship, go down with the ship that you caught, bring, came, uh, that you came into the game with. That's what I say. And, and what's crazy about it too, man, is like, I thought I'd never see a, a quarterback slower than Peyton <laughs> Oh Manning boy. Yeah, that's what I, <laughs> until Nick Foles came along, man. Like, you ever played Madden and all your turbos? Yes, just exactly. That's exactly what that's like. <laughs> that was Nick Foles on that on that fourth down conversion, and I'm just like, what is he doing? First of all, nobody's gonna fall for the shuffle pass no, no more, man. That's so 2018. Right. Nobody's falling for that crap anymore in 2020, man. Like the offense is so predictable, man. It's just it's just pathetic at this point, and I feel like. We may not win another it's, game. I mean, it's entirely possible right now. Yeah, the way they look. We we've been saying eight and eight. And I don't think there 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 might be one game. I think uh, I don't, I don't have a lot of confidence going into Monday night. No, no, I, not against, against the Vikings. Like, the the way the way the Vikings been playing the last two games, it looks like Kirk Cousins finally got it out. Dalvin Cook is playing like a monster, and you know the last two games they beat the Packers, they beat the uh, the Lions, and they're on the way to beat the Bears. Yeah, yeah, they'll beat the Bears. Yeah, three straight division wins, man. They right back in the right. thick of things, man, because. The Bears just can't score, man, and it's, it's pathetic to watch. It's like you have to figure out one thing you can do and just and try to exploit it right. at this point, man. You have to go no huddle the entire game. Then that's what you got to do. It's, it's just simple. Like, the running game is not no. going to work. They well, can't not with that offensive line. If I'm that David offensive Montgomery, line isn't moving anybody. So, yeah, and, there's and no... Yeah, and they're playing oh, like man. seven stringers. You know what I mean? They brought yeah. in the rookie that they drafted in the seventh round. Yeah, they, they got the Paletero man and the Elote <laughs> man up there. And those yeah. guys are moving the moving the line. Uh, a Rob had seven receptions with eighty-one yards. Mister consistent. I mean, A Rob's doing what he's got to do when he when the ball's oh, thrown to him. He's making great plays. No Cole Komet again. Yeah. Why I, are we drafting a good player and not using him? He could play. He can play. Doesn't get any. Doesn't no, get any reps. Not, uh, right. Just no frustrating. catches. Like, uh, you trying right. to and, you, and you need you I don't need your tight ends. You have Jimmy Graham and you have Cole Komet. And if you want this RPO to work, yes. which is what they what Nagy's uh, system is based on, you need to get your tight ends involved. We kept hearing we need tight ends. We need tight ends. We, we need got, tight ends. We got two now. Okay, we now we got two tight ends who are supposed to be studs or at least good players. Jimmy yeah. Graham looks like when he he looks fine. He's right. running great. Exactly. I mean, he don't like to block, but I mean, like he gets out there. He's Cole your Komet, red zone guy. Get your guys the ball yes. so that your RPO works, so that you can start trying to run the ball because now you're 
they're starting to pull defenders down the field. They're not rushing you every single play. Now, once you can start establishing the run, now they're starting to back off. And and uh, when they when you start to establish a run, they're going to come and try to get your your uh, your running back, and then you can throw it deep. Right, right. I mean, I don't know crap about football when it comes to the X's and O's. I'm looking at what I'm I'm using the eye test here, and this is very simple concepts to me. Yeah, essentially, it's it's a where's Waldo offense, you know, because he has to look for something. We're looking for something. Matt Nagy does not know what he's doing at the moment. And, yeah, he's, he's, he, again, he's the smartest guy in the room. Uh, no, you're not, bro, unless you're in a pa- – If he's the smartest guy a padded in the room, room then we're It's a padded doing- room with his arms crossed and, and tied up and behind him. he's the him. only one there. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's imagination, you know, yeah. imagination uh, imaginary characters. And that's – and at this point, man, you're an NFL head coach. I'm not buying that whole, well, he doesn't have the personnel. He doesn't have the personnel. Like, nobody is going to 100% right. have the personnel. You know what I mean? Like, unless you're the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but that that was built through the draft. Like, that was cultivated. Right. Yep. And you know, good cap management, man. Like, we got to get on Ryan Pace's uh, behind, too, man. Ryan Pace. Bro, these are these are these are your guys that you hey, brought in here, man. You and, give them a car. Uh, give them, give them a carpool uh, Uber, man. You pick them up, pick both of them up, drive them to the airport, and ship them yeah, off. Yeah. Oh, both, at this point, man, look, I get them boys. Uh, we gonna throw it back, man. We gonna give them some bus tokens, <laughs> reduce, reduce fare, and, and let them get on the get on the blue, blue line train. Just ride it all the way to the end, man. You'll see the airport. But, 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 yeah, but get here's on the, the thing. Bike. I look at Jimmy Graham. I'm looking at Cole Komet. I'm looking at Ellen Robinson. I'm looking at uh, Anthony Miller. I'm looking at Darnell Mooney. These are all playmakers if you can get them the ball, if you can scheme them open, yeah. if you get them yeah. open in space. Give them a chance to get down the field. Get, even uh, even Monty, Montgomery, when you have somewhere there. But the problem is, is that if you can't scheme them open, if you can't develop that game as you go and you can't adjust to what you're seeing on defense, then it doesn't matter how many playmakers you have. You could have Randy Moss and Adrian Peterson from uh, 2005 out there, and it would you gotta give these guys matter. opportunities, yeah, man. You're hundred percent correct. You got to give them opportunities, man. Like, if, if my thing is this: if you know you can't run the ball, then I need all of my playmakers out there that's going mm-hmm. to catch right. the ball. Hell, David Montgomery can catch the ball. Spread right. them out wide. Hey, let's not make it a secret: we can't run the ball. Like, it, it's just unacceptable at this point because you got teams. We're not the only team that has lost a ton of offensive line. Look at the 49ers, yeah. man. They still could. They still could scheme guys open, and they still could run a, a, a piece right. of an offense. Like we can't, we get, we have a at the beginning of the season we had relatively healthy roster, and it, it looked the same, man. Like it's just the guy. It, it's it's time, and, man. And the thing like, is, is that just, what you're doing right now is you're wasting a uh, very good defense. Yep. Tannehill was oh, only 10 for 21, 158 yards. You held Derrick Henry down to to uh, 68 yards. You held him down to 68 yards, yards and A.J. Brown is the best back in the league. Uh, exactly. yards. And the mo- yeah, the most dominant. He's like the shack of running backs. Yeah. Um, and I mean, like, A.J. Yeah. Brown. See, this is funny. When you think about the the, the, the team is called the Titans, when you look at how big Ryan Tannehill is, look at how big Derrick Henry is, and look at how big A.J. A- Brown. A. That dude. dude is a monster. And, and here's the thing. Yeah, he's a monster. Tannehill, who was a wide receiver in college for, I think, Texas Tech, Dropped that in there. Dropped that dime in there where um, Buster Screen perfect. could not. There was nothing he could do. No, the, nothing he could do. Yeah, yeah. No, no defense against a perfect pass, man. But uh, defense gets a a very high grade for me today, man. Because how much how much fight do you want them to put up, man? Like it was it was hard for teams to get to Tannehill all year, man. The Bears were having no problem getting to him. No problem. No 
No problem right. stopping the run. You know what I mean? It's like, what more do you need the defense to do? If I'm the, I'm gonna take it there, man. Like I told you, we barbecuing uh, Matt Nagy <laughs> today. If I'm the defense, man. If I'm Chuck Pagano, I'm I'm drawing a line in the sand in the locker room, and I'm taking it there, man. We need a spark. I, I'm gonna be like, look, 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 coach. Your offense is is a crap show out here. Come on, coach. What we doing, coach? Hey, hey, we holding them, we holding guys to, to you know, ten points in the first half, coach. And, and, and your guys are giving giving points away, coach. You know what I'm saying? Like, what we doing? Like, it's only a matter of time before the the the, the OGs in the locker room, the Khalil right. Max, the, the King Hickses, the the guy, the Eddie Jackson, the, the leaders on the team. We're going to be like, all right, coach. And, and that's the thing here, is that like, like, you're looking at the scoring. It's not like the, the Bears got blown out. You had a field goal in the first and then second, third, and, quarter, and, and the fourth quarters. The Titans got a touchdown each. It's not like we're sitting there talking about like they were down big in the beginning of the game. No. They, they went down. They went into halftime only down 10. And the defense played great. I mean, actually phenomenal. Right. But if they make those two uh, interceptions, yeah. it's a different game. Yeah, because they would have taken them to the house, and they would have well, been. We, we shouldn't have to rely on that. Well, our Bears defense has always been like that. We we got you accustomed to you know Mike Brown and and Peanut, you know, and all these guys taking interception, putting points on the board for the offense because our offense has been inept for. And I'm about to put Matt Nagy back right back on on put the, back on the grill. Put him back on the grill. He was brought here so the defense wouldn't have to do that mm-hmm. as much. It was supposed to be a culture shift. Hey, this is the offensive guy. He's going to come in. We're going to have a great offense. The defense won't have to be relied on as much. No, it's not, man. It's lots of love. <laughs> lots of love. Hey, let, all let me over ask you. Again. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to, shout out to uh, Pete Rock and CF Smooth on that one. But, so, uh, I got to. Yeah. Lots of love. If, all over if Trubisky again. is healthy, do you move back to Trubisky? Because we're going to have to lose. In a heartbeat, bro. It can't right. get no worse than this. It cannot hey, get any worse nothing, than this. The, At yeah, the very least, teams are scared of Mitch's right. legs. Uh, yeah, he he expands the that the offense. Opens up exactly. You stretch like, the field by having a quarterback who can run and not run in place like he's on a treadmill. Right. Something, and especially when you you have a patchwork offensive line, a mobile quarterback yes, is exactly yes. what the doctor ordered. If if I'm the Bears, man, I'm looking on the waiver wire. I'm looking for something right now, man. We need a spark. Uh, there's, there's, I, I, you know, I, I, I want to go ahead and, and pivot this way. I'm glad Alex Smith cooked it up because if the Bears don't want to tear this down and start shipping pieces of the defense off for draft picks and doing all of that, if we feel like we're really just an old line and a quarterback away, Alex Smith will be available next year. Go get him. He knows Maggie, Nagy's garbage <laughs> offense to a team. You go get an old line. And you, you'll so, have some there. Would you go? If you're not, would you take Alex that, Smith or Matty up. Ice? Uh, I take Alex Smith, even after the injury. He's more mobile Matty than Ice. Uh, than um, okay. Ryan. So, and it's just more upside to him, man. Like he's been out of the game for almost you know a year and a half, two years. So he's hu- he's hungry. Just uh, as far as scheme fit, Alex Smith is an RPO guy, man. He's he's a West Coast offense guy. So, and Nagy actually coached right. him. And called plays for gotcha, him. Gotcha, gotcha. And it worked very well. But without an offensive line, none of that yeah. matters, man. Like this, these guys can't. I don't even know if they look weights. <laughs> like Nagy, are you guys making weights, man? Like they, they just look like wimps, man. Like, like us three, we could just go out there and get, just get all type of push on them, man. Like, are you? Like they can't be lifting weights. All right, well, give us your grades for this for this game. Break it down, brother. Offense, I, I, I do. Can, can we come up with a whole entire new letter for <laughs> failure? Like, 
Alphabet gets like a Z for me, bro. Like, because they're at the end of the alphabet, man. I'm running out of letters for the offense. Get that crap show out of bro, here, th- man. This offensive. That, that- 10-yard fight, tech mobile offense is not going to well, work. The thing NFL. is that the offensive line looks like they have five Gabe Karimis out there. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, man. I don't even want to disrespect Gabe Karimi like that, man. These dudes are, these dudes look like they, like you just went in JJ's fish and said, hey, hey dude, you look like you can eat real good. <laughs> Hey, uh, c- come on, come on through, man. You play offensive line that, for the I mean, To me, that's, to me, that's your first priority yeah. next year. The whole draft. The whole draft has to be offensive line. The whole draft has to be O-line. Whatever good free agency you can pick up, you have to solidify this offensive line. There'll always be quarterback options where you can stop gap it as far free as, uh, you know what I'm saying, not uh, if you don't you know, want to just blow yeah. it up. But, I mean, you have Alex Smith available. Maybe Matt Ryan is made available, like, uh, like you guys mm-hmm. said. Uh, maybe there's, you know, some – Trey Lance, if you could get him maybe later in the first every, or something like I that. I mean, every but every year you line, look at drafting a quarterback and you look at who's in free agency. I mean, and that's and that's because we know Mitch is not going to be here next year. Okay, Tyler Bray, oh, yes, what, no. who the no. hell is that? No, you know what I mean. What what are you going to do no, with Mick Foles? No, uh, Mick Foles, Nick Foles, whatever you want to call. It. I, man, look, McDonald's. Man, I don't out, care. You get out of that possible. You get out of that contract as soon as possible, man. Like he's got the player option. You you. No, he's got the team option. You, you get him out of here. He reminds me of Turkey because he got like, a big chest and little arms. <laughs> man, look, I've never seen somebody so skittish, man. It's yeah. Oh my goodness! Like, all I, right, well, yeah, a Z, F minus Z, whatever. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's grade that defense. Defense gets an A yep. plus for me, man. What yep. more do you yeah. want? Like, the guys. I mean, the Dolphins gave away seven points today, so. At the end of the day, offense doesn't get a scoop and score put on them. The, 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 you're looking right. at a tie game. You know what well, I mean? And, and not just that, because we're, we're talking about, you know, we, we can slide over into special teams, but, you know, uh, Cairo Santos didn't even get a chance to kick the ball when, when yeah, uh, that in first the beginning possession, of the game. Right, that first possession. That's points exactly. off the board. And then they had, uh, the when they went for it, was, yeah, it, was, it was fourth and one. They got a full start. So it's fourth and five. They they still were going for it, and then they got an or fourth and six, and they got another false start. Yep. And what they do? Get rid of the ball. What are you doing? <laughs> You're not making the play. He's like, okay, fourth and six, run the ball. Right, fourth and fifty-seven. Yeah. Run, Unbelievable. Like, right. Oh, yeah. Defense had a strong performance, man. But how how much longer are they going to waste them, man? It's it's, it's really. It's I'm, really I'm scared to ask for your coaching grade. Oh man, coaching grade is the meat done. Is the meat oh, done? Man. Coaching Gray, hold on, we gonna go over here. Lift up, lift up. It's burnout, man. We gonna flip this camera over. <laughs> now, now for for the listeners, he really is outside grilling because it is a beautiful day today on Sunday. <laughs> it looks like beef jerky in there. Dried <laughs> up. You know when all the stuff falls. Hold on, let me flip the camera back around. You know all the stuff that falls off the meat and causes yeah. flare ups in, in the bottom grill. And, you gotta hurry up and put the lid back on and smother it. That's Matt Nagy today, man. He's he, he's the, the drippings. Matt Nagy the drippings is the drippings on the cold. <laughs> and, the, and, the, and, then the he, and then he went on man. the road and he wore the uh, the home colors for his mask this week, bro. I knew it. I knew it, again, I knew it. man. Oh, man. Swag is all oh, off. Man. It's just, just come on, man. Like he's got the wrong colors on again, man. 
He's, he, I mean, man, the Bears have cool new era face masks. He's not wearing those. He's wearing like uh, a bonnet over his face, man. I'm <laughs> Tell, like, so I got, a, I got a question for you, man. How how can we beat the Minnesota Vikings on Monday Night Football, man? See, here's the weirdest thing, man. As much as I can't stand Matt Nagy and his offender offense, <laughs> that's the scheme we're going to call offense? it. The offender is. For some reason, they go up to Minnesota or Minnesota comes to Soldier Field and the Bears just yeah. wear them out, man. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's they just got the Vikings number, man, but I got a feeling that the Bears are even going to find a way to not have their number. Oh, brother. On Monday night. They're going to get exposed on Monday night in, in front of the national audience. They're going to get exposed. How, how can you Once get ex- exposed when your on. pants are already down? I mean, you guys seen the movie? Uh, yes, Lady, I, right? one of my favorites. At this, point, <laughs> at this point, man, you just walking in on all type of male frontal nudity. At this point, man, the you're bad wing. Wing. <laughs> go, oh, oh my god! god. Oh, walking in on all the turkey, stuff. and that's what. Oh man! Yeah. Oh, all right, so a... what's your what's your score? What's the prediction and score? What's your score there, man? Uh man, the Vikings offense is yep. looking really good, man. I'm going to say uh, 27-17 Vikings, man. I, at this point, I want the draft pick, bro. They they just yeah, give I, me I the draft pick. Thirty-four twenty. Yeah, I, I, I mean, think we get the twenty points this week. Holy cow! <laughs> yeah, I know. That, and that would be the, that that's would be a, the big accomplishment. Points. That's an improvement, and that's all. Cairo Santos, though. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of. Let's let's see if Barkeepius Mingo can outrush <laughs> David. Mon- yeah. Oh man. I, I, if I'm David Montgomery, I'm so disappointed. That kid is a 1,200-yard back in any other system. I promise you guys. It, it must feel like a nightmare to get the handoff, and there's literally a defensive tackle. In the huddle. In the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the and huddle he tries that deep move, and he doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. Like I said, he does have a lot of Le'Veon Bell, early Le'Veon Bell in him, but there's just nowhere for him to go. Yeah. He's, he can be patient, but he has nowhere to go. Yeah, that's definitely no resemblance to the Steelers' offensive oh, line. No. I'll tell you that, man. But uh, – yeah, and just on a yeah. quick take, man, in order to fix it, like I say every week, man, we got to fix it in the mm-hmm. trenches. Not on the defensive side of the ball. We're good there because we get Eddie Goldman back next year if if, if COVID right. permits, you know what I mean? But uh, the offensive side of the ball, man, you the old line is key, man. You have to you have to be able to block it up front, man, or none of your schemes are going to work. And Matt Nagy's finding that crap out, and he has to adjust, man. He's not the only team in the league with injured right. offensive no. linemen. Like you have to adjust, man. All right, figure out what these guys can do, and 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 make the yeah, adjustment. He's never been able to do that so far, so I I have no faith in it that that he'll he can't figure out regular scheming for the for the players that he has. So how is he supposed to figure out for the players that just came into the game? You know? Yeah, that's not gonna happen. That's where I'm at with um, it too. All folks. right, everybody, that's our Bears analyst Ill Brown. Check him out every week for his Bears expertise on this show. And don't forget to check out his podcast, Beat the Block, available on all major platforms. Thanks, Will. Yes, sir. That's right. That's right. Appreciate you, Will. All right, true Chicago sports fans, it's time to pay some bills. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Hey, true Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh gear from Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create simple, classic clothing that represents their Southside Chicago lifestyle. With products like hats, t-shirts, hoodies, and glassware, Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. 
Check out GritClothingCo.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% your entire order. That's GritClothingCo.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15. Is the first anime manga company to feature characters of color, bringing a level of flair and authenticity to the genre as a whole. With influences ranging from Japanese manga and animation, Western comics, streetwear, hip hop, and various forms of cinema, Noir has created a unique style that can be appreciated by the masses. Check out noircesar.com for more information. Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yeah. It's that time again, people. Yeah. You know what time it is? It's time for stirring the pot. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What do you got today, E? Well, you know, we're starting to move into the holiday season. Oh, boy. Here we so go. So for the month of November, we will be doing Thanksgiving-themed questions. This is going to be interesting because you're giddy <laughs> on the other side. I'm scared. I am. I got a list of what we're going we're going to be doing. <laughs> your Sherlock Holmes pad. Yes, it's beautiful, isn't it? This is my little yeah, my little my notepad here because I'm old school. You can get you a pocket protector. Did I do that? Did I do that? Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> like Professor Frink. Yeah. All right, so you ready for this one? Yeah, I'm ready, I'm ready. Okay. So, like I said, Thanksgiving theme. All right? Good. All right. Cranberry sauce. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Canned cranberry sauce. Yes or no? No, that's disgusting. Oh, my God. You like it? It's delicious. Get the... Hey, no swearing. (laughs) No swearing, sir. No swearing. And stop throwing things in my studio. (laughs) Listen... You get, sometimes you get that dry turkey. That dry turkey. And that little tartness from the cranberry sauce, you slice it in there. You're tarty. <laughs> we're, not, we're, not, we're not talking about me going to class late in high school. What are you talking about? Get out of here. It's a tarty, not tarty. Tarty. No, but I mean, it's good, man. It's no. good. It's super old school. It's like, it's the quintessential like side dish aside for, uh, for like 80s kids. I mean, come on. No, no. Not at all. This, is, this isn't Roseanne, brother. You're not sitting down with Dan. Uh, yeah, man. That's what poor kids in the 80s ate during Thanksgiving. What are you talking about? Now these kids, now they get artisanal cranberries, you know, that were like cooked and steeped in for three days in white wine or whatever the hell they do now. Like everything that Rachel Ray taught you. But no, man, like you, you get that thing, you pop it open, you, 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 uh, uh, Get the can opener. <laughs> you get the electric can no. opener like back in the day that my grandmother used to have. That was installed under the counter. Mm-hmm. And then you get that can and you start to plop it down there and all of a sudden you hear the... <laughs> <laughs> and you see it slide on the plate. Ew, yeah, man. man that's good. disgusting. Stop it. I'm Mexican. Rican. It. We, didn't, we didn't put that. That was not in our vocabulary or... Cuisine can't vacuum vocabulary. Right. Uh, Yeah. There's no way uh, in that Mexican Rican uh, household that we had that. Well, yeah, but okay. My my pops is Jamaican, but my mom's side is white as hell. I know. So I mean, that's that's some super white food right there. Did you did did they like that in your house? They also also hated salt. So I'm just saying, (laughs) like they thought salt was a spice. 
Uh, no, I mean, in our household, we have the Puerto Rican rice, we yeah. got the pernil, you know, yes. the lechon. Yes. So, turkey, it's yes. made, I'm, but... I'm well aware. I know you're aware. I, I am well aware. <laughs> I ju- Just uh, just this week, our friend Jessica was like, I never knew that you were part Jamaican. I know. Did I was you see re- that? I did, it. <laughs> she yeah. was like, how did you fool me? And I was like, I, yeah, no. I, yeah, and she was asking for oxtail, and I was like, you know what? Uh, we got a great spot over here right next to me. It's called Mr. Brown's. Yeah. She's like, I've never been. I'm like... Are you crazy? Mr. Brown's is cool. I like it's there's, good. There's a place that I like. It's called Jerk. Uh, it's called uh, Good to Go. Jerk uh, is good. Jerk too, is great too. Yeah. Jerk is delicious. But Good to Go. Um, it's Jamaican cuisine. They did a real uh, good job because they had this kind of smaller spot. They moved across the street. It's like in Evanston. It's on Howard. Okay. They moved across the street, and it's they got this beautiful bar, and it's very tropical, and, and it's straight up Jamaican people. I mean, like, it's it's a it's dope a, spot. It's home. Yeah, it's a dope spot. I just gotta, say, you know what I mean. Like, it reminds me of my of my uh, my mom's cooking when she when I go down there. She'll make me some jerk pork and like you'll get some wings and stuff like that. So, but yeah, bro. Like my like I said, my white side. Come on, bro. <laughs> I need that cranberry sauce. Uh, well, you can keep the whole can to yourself, brother. <laughs> is this the first time that I liked something that you didn't? Yes. Oh, come is... on, bro. <laughs> well, oh, I mean, that... It's not like it's candy corn or anything. Well, that well, that's that's one thing <laughs> that will never ever be mentioned here ever again. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's it's one of those things, you know, it's quintessential. I know all my melanin channel challenge folks. You went there, you went there. I did, I did. All right, y'all, that is it for today. Thanks for listening. Um, if you like what you hear, remember to give us a review and five stars on your listening apps. Uh, you can also support by subscribing to the show. Give us a uh, hit that notification button when we go live on Facebook. Yes, yes. Hit that notification button on YouTube, um, on iHeartRadio. Yes. You can hit that notification button so that when our show comes out every Thursday morning, you'll get a not- notification, the push notification on your phone. Yeah. Click that and listen. We are waiting for y'all. We're doing it for you guys. Um, all the proceeds go towards the betterment of the show. Right, because we love you guys. Yeah, you can subscribe, and uh, it's I put the link inside uh, the description of every show. So if you want to support us, uh, anything helps. Everything that uh, gets donated uh, comes to, to the equipment to yes. producing everything. So it goes right back into the right, show. Yeah, so. we don't keep one single dime. Everything goes back into the show. Exactly. So as always, thanks to our sponsors, Noor Caesar, Villain Radio Studios, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to check out gritclothingco.com and use our promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off your entire order. Thanks to our Bears analyst, Il Brown. Don't forget to check out his podcast, Beat the Block, which is available on all major platforms. Shout out to Ronesh, our producer, Jay Soto. And don't forget to check out the All Net Podcast with Mike Logic and Ideal. They will be back once the NBA draft kicks back. Exciting. Yeah, it's coming soon. We got to have Mike on now. Yeah, I guess I guess we have I guess, to. I mean, he's going to talk about, you know, the ball family. <laughs> <laughs> uh, check us out on social media. You can find us at True Shy Fans on Twitter and on TikTok. Uh, find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify. Reach out to us on our email. We want to hear from you guys. Reach us at truechicagosportsfans at gmail.com. And a special shout-out today to Mr. Alex Trebek, who left us with some parting words at the end of his final recording, which is scheduled to air around Christmas. He said, I will say my goodbyes, and I will tell people, don't ask me who's going to replace me, because I have no say whatsoever. But I'm sure if you give them the same love and attention and respect that you've shown me, then they will be a success, and the show will continue being a success. And until we meet again, 
God bless you and goodbye. Prove you're smiling. I like that. Let's take a look at your response. Did you come up with the right one? No? What is we love you out? That's very kind. Thank you. <laughs> All right, y'all. For Big Z, this is E Rock. We'll see you next week for episode 19. And until then, be good to each other for the love of sports. That's real. Shut your mouth. Nature versus nurture lodge. Nature always wins. He's on steroids. Hasta luego, amigos. Show's over, show's over, show's over.